earthlings. Oh, hey, or, Julie. or hey, Julie. That was my favorite part from Thursday Night Show when Queen Meech was like, greetings, earthlings. She's so weird. She's amazing. She's winning everyone over, you know? That was my hey, Julie of the night, of the week. Hers? Hers. Hers is good. I think Days is always... Days, even if she's just being normal, is so alive and full of energy yeah. that she's maybe my perennial, perennial favorite. But yeah, Big Meech. Listen, Big Meech probably knows. She's she's a fan of the show, so she knows that she's probably that she's not getting any airtime except for when she votes. So she yeah. needs to make the most of it. Yeah. So anyways, hi. Welcome to uh, another episode of Hey Julie. Uh, my name is Brett. I'm Danielle. And you're Danielle, and we're going to talk about Big Brother for a little bit. When we last left, it was Monday or something like that, and we had three episodes in the meantime. So we're gonna we're gonna rush through Wednesday's episode, talk about Thursday a little bit, and then talk about the battle back from last night. Um, yeah. One of my, one of the things that stands out to me from Wednesday night that I really would like to hear your opinion on okay. is hashtag BB Muffin Man. Wow, wow. I can't believe that I forgot that this was such an important part of this episode starring my fan favorite, uh, Paul. Paul can butter my muffin anytime. Oh, <laughs> that sounded like a fake diary room session. You should be on totally. Big Brother. If, if I was on this show. Look, I think it's funny. I know Big Brother... It airs at 8 p.m. on CBS, so I know it's like a family show in some ways, you know? Yeah. But Paul is doing so much in this house that has to do with game and strategy and being a rat, a spy, all this other stuff that I find it humorous that CBS decided to just portray him as the Muffin Man. But you know what? Those muffins looked good. The intensity he had over wanting to know whether they tasted good or not. I mean, that's integrity. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like Walter White. He doesn't take any half measures. He's no. all in. Yeah. The boy is all in. If he's Walter White, who's his, is Victor his Jesse? I guess so. Like, who's his science bitch? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> Victor. I think it's Victor. I would say, yeah, if Victor hadn't come back, it would have been Polly. But yeah, now it's Victor. Um, so I loved it. I thought it was great. A fun two-minute session to give me a break from the Tiffany versus Davon uh, stress. How about you? Yeah, no, I thought it was um, I thought it was really good. And I thought Wednesdays was actually probably one of the better episodes because stuff kind of happened in it. And uh, mm-hmm. you saw the progression of how things happened. And it kind of started to show the fall of Davon. I... I think she's really had a bad week. She's made mistake yeah. after mistake, and she's turning into the old Devon that she constantly says she doesn't want to be. Yeah, I noticed that too. And I mean, in terms of going back to her old ways, like she was doing some petty stuff. I think more recently was when she hid Tiffany's little animal. She hid her little toy. Mm-hmm. And even though that's amusing for me as a viewer, I'm like, that's not going to gain you any points in the house and people find out it's you. So did that happen on the live feeds? Yeah. Yeah. I forget, okay. I forget when, but clearly sometime in this past week. 
yeah, just, just little petty things like that that I don't know aren't aren't gonna endear her. They endear her to me, but I'm different. <laughs> yeah, and she's just really acting brash in a non-human sort of way. She goes in to see Tiffany. After the veto competition, she's like, what are you going to do if uh, Corey takes himself off? And Tiffany's like, I don't know. And Day's just like, all right, peace. And just like storms <laughs> out of the room. And Tiffany's like, what are you doing? I don't blame but- Tiffany for wanting to put up Day. She's acting so crazy. And then later yeah. in the episode, Bridget, Frank, and Tiffany are having a conversation in a room, one of the bedrooms. And Day purposefully walks in and to like split them up and just like, I'm going to fall asleep right here (laughs) in the middle of what is clearly a game conversation. (laughs) But that's such a bad, like, spy move. She needs to take some tips from Paul. Like, they (laughs) all they have to do is say, okay, we'll let you sleep and all move to a different location. Yeah. That's not going to help. You need to get your spy goggles cleaned, you know, if you're going to pull a move like that. You need to have a better excuse or a better reason to be there. Frank is really good at stuff like that. Frank is so good at just like needling his way into any conversation. He comes in with like a charming comment or a joke. And so he disarms everyone, Mm -hmm. even though even if they've all just were talking shit about him, he knows how to get in there. And then he's part of the conversation. He's not leaving until he gets what he wants, you know? Yeah, it and and Devon just does the opposite. She she's doing something that I Invent well. I I invented the term. It's not oh, really okay. it's something I invented. This is a this is a, this is a hey Brett Julie exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, hey Julie exclusive. Who <laughs> breaking? Devon is doing something that I call the reverse secret. She is creating the secret. You like visualize how oh. the good stuff and it like comes to you. Day is visualizing bad stuff and that is coming to her. She is not helping mm. herself at all. And she's just cr- literally creating the only scenario in which Davon goes up. She, if she did anything differently, she might not have. She could, she could have easily shifted the attention onto Nicole. Like, yeah, Tiffany obviously has the power, and she obviously kind of wants to go after Corey and Nicole by putting up Corey yeah. first in the first place. Why don't you stoke those flames a little bit and have her stay on the? Nicole, like, stay focused on Nicole instead of Corey. I don't know. She just created the scenario that gets her nominated. And it was very, just a bad week for her. It was a bad week for her. And that was, I mean, sort of a bigger umbrella topic I wanted to talk about, which, uh, but I don't know if we should talk about it now because we still have so much episodes to talk about. What is it? I don't know what it is. Well, wait, let's get back to the episode. Uh, So Day gets nominated. Um, and I have to say, I enjoyed that ice cream uh, challenge. I thought yeah, it was, was a good one. Hard. <laughs> it was a good one. Also, ice cream, Willy Wonka, Zakia, mm-hmm. and Muffin Man Paul oh. <laughs> is yeah. like the most attractive, like food themed <laughs> couple. I know. In history. <laughs> Listen, Zakia needs, if she's not going to play the game and she's just on the show for a showmance, she needs to ditch the zero and get with the hero. Ditch Polly and get with Paul. You know, it's time to trade up. Polly is not respecting her. He is not interested. He's basically using her for a vote. 
and she's just blind to it. And with that new haircut, he doesn't even think, you know, he's not even caring about, oh. you know, his appearances anymore. Yeah, he's letting go. In next week, he's going to have a dad bod, and she's going to be like, I can't believe I commit to this guy. And then you'll be all over him. No, not Polly. Well, if he has a dad bod. Oh, yeah. Like Glenn, I would be into that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you know, my heart belongs to Paul, especially now that Glenn's definitely not coming back into the house. Yeah. But, um,. But so we. What about when Day got nominated? Best part of the show. On the couch. Best part of the show. That's why. Listen. That's why everyone sort of is in a rocking boat. You know, you go back and forth between Tiff and Davon this week. I was always Team Davon, and I still am, because she brings the walls. Definitely <laughs> you know? no. But it's also a bad move. You're not playing it cool by whipping your hair at someone and going pissed. <laughs> it's great television. It makes everyone love you. I loved it. I loved it. But you're like that's not a good that's not how you win Big Brother at all. That's not true though. You can make you can say big things like that. You can do big stuff like that, but you just have to have the goods to back it up. I mean, there have been some speeches and some attitudes in the past that people have been able to come back from, you know? Yeah. Sure. That's it's not impossible, but it's just yeah, she just didn't... She was not in a good place to really, like, throw herself under the bus like that. However, I loved it. I loved the hair sound effect. I think they kind of uh, overkilled it a little bit on Thursday. But I loved it. It was a great BB moment. It was great. It was great. So that was Wednesday's episode. Thursday yes. starts. And- well, first first oh. things first on Thursday. Julie Chen. Hot. Hot. <laughs> I thought hot. Hot. Sure, hot. I thought hot. You you know, it was a little, it was very summery and not exactly like form-fitting. No, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was casual. It Mm -hmm. was a relaxed Julie this week. Not to give any spoilers, but I'd say it wasn't the best Julie outfit of the week. Mmm... But we can right. save that for our discussion of Friday's episode. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Julie, hot. So, so yeah. <laughs> we pick up on, like, a D-plot of what's going on in the season, and that's Jadily having a fight. Their first right. fight. Yeah. And this, I'm, I like, I really like Natalie, and I like her a lot more as of Saturday, one nineteen p.m. East Coast time. After seeing a little bit of the feeds and a little bit of her reaction after what's going on, yeah. Um, but I like her, and I think she's been playing. She's been playing a pretty honest and you know game with integrity. Which lol, who cares? But, who cares? That's yeah, all people but, say like. When it's their time to, you know, to save themselves at the veto or the 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 uh, eviction ceremony, they go, I'm playing this game with honor and, and I'm not lying. And it's like, <laughs> first of all, you're not. And who cares? That's yeah, what this totally. game is. Having said that, I do think she's a sweet girl. She's always a shoulder for everyone to cry on. She's nice to everyone. And so there's no real reason to dislike her at the moment. Um, but... Yeah, she felt a little hurt because uh, James was acting all big and tough in front of his friends. And she doesn't have any other friends in this house. She really doesn't. Well, Victor's back. Right. I guess. So he better watch it because she can jump ship at any time. So so that happens and then 
James, very smart man, you know. Oh, Apologize. I didn't know you. He's very good at apologizing. He knows. He knows. He knows. If he wants that cuddle buddy for the rest of this, however many days they're going to be there, yeah. just swallow your pride. Say sorry. Listen, even if you don't think you did anything wrong, it's going to be so much better if you just say sorry, give her a hug, and then mm-hmm. you can cuddle in the bumper cars. Yeah. Yeah. Bet. They squashed it. You know what? A fight can make a couple stronger. And Definitely. I think that's what happened. Definitely. So, um, after that, we just basically see a sequence of events which would leave you to believe that Devon is leaving the house. Yeah, they were very heavy-handed in showing, well, Frank is really gunning for Devon to leave. Yes. Frank was really gunning for it, and Frank, you know, he's a salesman. He was making it seem like everyone was on board. Nicole and Corey sort of thought, like, maybe this is possible. Mm-hmm. Polly, however... It has had such a one-track mind <laughs> to getting yeah. Tiffany out. He's convinced that she's Vanessa. Which, by the way, we had a little sibling cameo this week. Yeah, so that's that's something I'm not really happy with, is that something happened in the house where it kind of started going towards the evict day, an evict day uh, consensus. And obviously it switched so much in the last day or so that even Frank and Bridget voted out Tiffany but instead we're doing a remote with Cody and Vanessa right and I it's so badly produced one of the questions to Cody is clear is who do you think is going to win big brother and he goes obviously <laughs> I think Paul is going to be big brother why ask that question what, what <laughs> yeah. answer is he going to give you that's we know what the answer is. This sorry, I know. Ask some hard-hitting questions. Walter Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree, but they had they clearly had this prepackaged thing that they needed. It was now or never never because Tiffany was going home or might have gone home. So Yeah. They, they flew the crew out to do these <laughs> these packages. So they were like, We're getting our money's worth and airing these, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I Thursday night shows are so weird because there's so much going on. We have to do a live eviction. We have to do the interview and stuff afterwards. And they also fill up the live show with all this extra stupid stuff when the Thursday show usually has the most amount of shit to cram into the least amount of time. Because the veto ceremony is over on Saturday. Or no, it's over on Monday night. So there's all day Tuesday, all day it's over like midday Monday. So there's rest of Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And all that is put into like 20 minutes at the beginning of the episode, maybe. And yeah. Come on, big and brother. It, it's a lot. I mean, as I said, this is my first year watching the live feeds, and so much goes down. It's incredible. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard. I, I also like, I feel for the editors. I mean, there's a lot to try to fit in to... However, you know, the 20 minutes, as you said, or... Yeah, I know. I mean, the thir- our, the sun- uh, Sunday episode, that takes place from the end of the head of household competition to the nomination ceremony, which is like 12 hours of real time. And yeah. then the Thursday show, only 20 minutes of it is devoted to three full days in the house. It's, it's not timed out well, I say. No, there's but, always a lot. Yeah. A lot more to talk about. However, Thursday is also the most exciting day. Yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> so I was just confused. You know? mm-hmm, sorry. No, no, no. I was just confused because, like, there's not really too much else to talk about in this episode unless you have – I mean, there's so much to talk about at the, at the very end of the episode. Well, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Polly's haircut. Yeah. I wrote <laughs> very, Polly's hair in all caps in my notes. Very sad. He's a he, – listen, I think Polly's very cute. He's very attractive. Um, I like him with the scruff, and he was looking good. I don't know why he even felt the need to get a haircut at all. Y- your boy – Paul's got his hooks in him. I know. Thought it would look good. Can we talk about the intro? (laughs) Can we talk about the (laughs) intro, like, animation with everyone, like, waving high and stuff? I love it. (laughs) Last year had a great intro because of Jeff, who stood there awkwardly and, like, didn't know whether to put his hands in his pocket. (laughs) And it was such a great addition to the intro song. (laughs) I can't believe no one's talking about this. Polly's little like dance and jazz hands <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> why is nobody making incredible. fun of this? Why is no one making fun of it? All of them Come are on, incredible. Internet. The only one who's good is Davon's. And it's almost like foreshadowing because in it she flips her hair. Oh yeah. That's so the only really good bad. one. So many are really bad. Queen Bridges Niche. is horrible. Bridges is racist. They're like, all right, you're half Asian. Why don't you do a little, uh, you know, peace sign thing? Uh, Natalie's is cute because she's a dancer, so she moves well. Queen Mish has a horrible one. She's like, (laughs) she does a little arm cross like, I'm sassy. But she has such a weird posture when she does it. She looks like she's about to fall over because she, like, leans back. And it's like, whoa, I made it. Paul's is great. Paul's has a lot of attitude. What is Paul's? Paul's is he just, like, sort of, like, jumps, like, like with his arms crossed. Uh, and he's wearing that really long shirt that could be a dress and his leather jacket. And oh, it's, like, yeah. it's a perfect movement for him to do. I went shopping a few weeks ago, and I saw those long shirts at like those mm-hmm. long t-shirts at the urban outfitters and i was like "Ooh, this is what the kids are doing and i picked it up and i just put it back down i just <laughs> i just know i can't make that i can't pull that I'm, off i'm very surprised by this being the trend for men because i thought instead of having long shirts going down to your knees i thought the pants were going to come very high a la joaquin in her Oh, you know remember his really high pants oh yeah it was like very like 1940s I thought that was going to come back for me. No, but sorry. I'm wrong I am. Wow. What, what do we know? I know. Oh, I wanted to bring this up to you because I now I'm like really noticing. Corey had quite a few uh, DRs, uh, dire <laughs> sessions uh, on Wednesday's show because he was playing in the competition. Yep. And I loved how everyone knew. Everyone knows how like simple Corey is. Yep. He's. Yeah. He didn't know. He was like. And so for the ice cream challenge, what you had to do is, and at first he tried to copy Tiffany's strategy. And he's like, yeah, what I'm going to do is copy, is do exactly what she does, but be faster than her. (laughs) But I'm just going to have the wiles to run and hit the bus, the button faster than her at the end. It was so cute. It was so cute. I mean, this is what, look, this is my last little burn maybe for for Tiffany fans. Tiffany, supposed to be a good mental competition person. Got beat by Corey 
and got beat uh, spoiler alert by victor <laughs> not a spoiler it aired <laughs> but so listen your girl's not that great she belongs at home goodbye. she had a fair shot goodbye tiffany okay anyway. goodbye thursday so yeah everyone votes for tiffany to leave and we don't know why and i don't know if we're ever gonna find out why and i'll tell you why why because polly was hoh polly it had was single-minded he controls so much of that house this is one thing that always confuses me about Big Brother, and and you can um, you can maybe elaborate for me. The head of household is a lame duck position. After the initial, after the veto ceremony, who cares what the HOH thinks? Unless it's going to be a tie, mm-hmm. who cares what they, the HOH actually doesn't have any power unless there's a tie. I don't know why people bow to the will of the head of household during well, their I week. Think- I think this is a special case because it's Polly. Polly is great at comps. So even well, though he's not playing in HOH next week, he can win the veto if you put him up. Yeah. You know, uh, Polly is has a great social game. He's got a flirt mance. He's got his bros. Like everyone's friends with him, so everyone's just going to do whatever he says. Yeah. So he's in a good he's in a good position otherwise. But I really don't. I don't know. I don't like the excuse that. Oh, we should evict this person because the HOH wants it. The HOH, well, I, HOH could be going home next week, Polly. Yeah, pack up your calzones. I, You're going back I agree, to but I also Now I want calzones. I'm hungry. Uh, I haven't had lunch yet. Oh, I had a chicken um, parm sandwich for lunch yesterday. It was shut so good. up! I'm so hungry. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. So about Polly being HOH now I lost I'm so hungry now I lost my train of thought Muffin Man Muffin Man now I want muffins <laughs> maybe I'll bake some okay oh no I think it's actually a really good excuse if you don't want to make waves in the house that week and you don't want a gun for anyone sure. to be like we're honoring the HOH's wants you know sure alright that's fine it's a strategy thing too I think that's sort of what people can hide behind yeah That's good. Um, But yeah, so he he made his wants known and Tiffany bit the dust. Goodbye. And sure. I mean, I would like to know why Frank and Bridget voted her out because they didn't want to seem like they were making too many waves. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. We'll never know because we got to go back to fucking Vegas and hang out with Vanessa (laughs) wearing her sunglasses and complaining about stuff. I know. I know. But we also would never know because this week was a special week because they were doing the Battle Back competition. The feeds were off for an unusually long time. Exactly. Yes. And And I just want to tell you, while the feeds were down, I was very productive. (laughs) I went outside of my apartment. I went to a party. I went grocery shopping. I worked out. Oh, and I hated every second. And of now the it. feeds. And now the feeds now, are back. I hated it. I was all the time. I was like, "What's going on in that house?" <laughs> Last night I was at a party. Literally, it's because the feeds were down so late in the East Coast. I was at a party, and one person there was like, "Oh yeah, I watch Big Brother." And I was like, "We need to talk." <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, uh, "I don't watch it that much." And I sort of Loser. had to. But do they yeah. listen to the podcast now? They better. Do you, do you sell them on it? I, I, Nicole, if you're listening, congratulations. <laughs> Her name's Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Uh, 
my new friend. Okay. Um, but so, yeah, so the feeds were down for so long and it was really painful because we didn't know what was going on. And these were some reactions that would have been so fun to watch, you yeah. know? Yeah. But so back to, okay, Friday. Let's no, Friday. we're no? still on Thursday. Oh, okay. Fine. The last five minutes of Thursday's episode are some of the best in BB history where we get this pre-taped segment it's like, hi, I'm Glenn. Oh I'm the first person evicted from the BB house. Like, you're a fucking history professor and a documentary. <laughs> we have no idea who you are. Of course we know who you are, Glenn. They had to make everyone say, hi, I'm Bronte. I'm the fourth p- person evicted. We saw you on TV last week. Come uh-huh. on, big brother. You don't need to script so much of this. I don't there like was, it. There was a lot going on with that package. So um, much. Jose playing volleyball with ghost of Patrick Swayze or something like that. I've been working on my volleyball and well, he's just, spiking all the time. Like, who is he playing against? I just love that that's what he was working on. You've been out of the house for how many weeks and all you've been doing is work on your volleyball? Why would volleyball be a skill in the Big Brother house? Why would that be an asset? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe there's maybe there'll be a volleyball HOH comp. There was it a was tennis such- one. Yeah, that's true. It was such a weird, weirdly scripted package that as I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, is this going to be part of a future challenge for the house guests? Like, they're going to make them all watch it and remember. And it would be like, did Jose say he was in a tree, in a box, or behind a a stone? You know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how weird it was. It was so oddly scripted and specific that I just, I was so confused. But I will say, I highly enjoyed seeing it. It was like seeing all my old friends. (laughs) It was so strange and bad. It was was one of the most entertaining things. And they really want me to believe that they put up Glenn in this nice-ass house in Malibu somewhere for five weeks? You crazy? He's been in a Holiday Inn Express eating continental breakfast... And then they're like, all right, Glenn, we got to sh- show you living it up in this mansion for five <laughs> yeah, minutes. That was so wild. Poor Glenn. That was so wild. Poor Glenn. He has a daughter, man. He's got a Poor daughter. production manager of Big Brother who was like, okay, so you need me to rent. You need me to rent four different mansions for an hour <laughs> in the Los Angeles area. So that we can shoot these packages. Can't we just shoot them at like all at the beach or something? And they're like, no, it's got to be mansions. We have to make it seem like they're not being tortured. (laughs) I do not buy for a second that Glenn has been living in a fucking mansion. Or, I mean, even Bronte, she was so uncomfortable by the pool. Like, they were like, they didn't, that probably wasn't even, that chair didn't belong to that house. They had to buy that chair because the homeowners were like, no, don't use any of our, don't use any of our pool furniture. Get your own. Yeah. (laughs) So unnatural and awkward. I loved it. Also, how much of a flop is Bronte? I cannot believe it. Oh, God. We'll get to her. We'll get to Uh, her in a minute. Okay. So Thursday ends with also no more teams, no more roadkill. How do we feel? Great. I Well, I didn't mind roadkill. Me too. I I wouldn't have minded roadkill another few weeks. Yeah. But now that it's so far, I guess, back to kind of regular... Regular Until game. The I'm big fine with it. secret room. Who knows what's in it? Yeah, but um, who cares? But so I'm happy, and I'm really happy the teams are done. You could see the 
sort of fear in Frank's eyes, which I always like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's um, like, oh, the, the the thing that's been keeping you alive the last few weeks is no longer there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I liked that. They were also shocked. I was like, didn't any of you suspect that this would end soon? It was a little like, come on. Yeah. What are you guys thinking about all the time? <laughs> but but I'm thinking happy about it's pinching over. his grandma's butt. Oh, yeah. Goosing him. <laughs> I will never forget. But I also will never forget how nice he was to Michelle when she was feeling that. I know. <laughs> but what anyway. is it, Frank? Is it? Are you cool or are you not cool? How woke um, are you? Yeah. He's half woke. Yeah. He's about to get a rude awakening. Oh, a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we see Glenn versus Jose. First of all, Friday, Julie, hot or not? I give a very tepid. Really? I think I Julie was... Tepid. I th- I would give... I would give Thursday night a B minus and Friday night an A minus. Wait, well, let me... I might be getting them confused, so uh, let me just clarify. Uh, the dress that was the... It was up here. It was, it like, was like a, a necklace. That, that was, was Thursday. Thursday. And then she was more in like a kind of like a straight black, like, pants with a shirt. Off the shoulder shirt? Yeah. Okay. I still say not. Why are you wearing pants? They should be shorts. This <laughs> is summer. She's on television. <laughs> so what? She's got a great figure. Julie Chen's got a great figure. She's a gorgeous woman. I wouldn't mind seeing the gams. Break them out. It's a special Friday. You know, it's a Friday night. Yeah, casual episode. Friday. No, it should be. It's a Friday night. But that never happens. She's got to wear something crazy to be like, this never happens. But tonight, I'm wearing a zoot suit. You know, I'm just wearing, something crazy. <laughs> I'm wearing Zubaz and an oversized sleep t-shirt <laughs> yes, that something. I got at an airport. This could have been Julie Chen's chance to dress like she was at the Grammys, jo- hosted by Jose, and she didn't do it. It was a very safe outfit. I liked it. All right. Okay. So we get the first fight, uh, the first uh, battle, and it's Jose versus Glenn, and it's the same uh, head of household from a few weeks ago. It's balancing, it's berries. And and both of these people are so bad. (laughs) Jose is like... I'm just like the Messiah, like that. They must have told him that the Messiah. Thing <laughs> they did, on. yeah, for sure. They were like, "Amp it up." Yeah, they're like, and he goes, "Oh, there's a there's an easy way and a hard way. It's me. It's Jose. I know everything. Everything <laughs> I do is right. I'm gonna take the hard way and falls over immediately. <laughs> right. And then does it again and falls right. over. But he still managed to beat Glenn. Glenn is so bad. Glenn is so bad. They and they also instituted the little poison berry rule, which was a nice twist on the comp. I like. And Glenn it. fucks that up too. I know, and I really liked the way I did like the way Jose said poison berry. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's gonna get his poison berry. <laughs> like he-, he sounds a little bit. From your impression, like uh, Brian Fellows. <laughs> yeah, that's what he sounded like. That is on 
point. I didn't realize that what he was doing, but that's what it sounded like. I see Glenn trying to get his poison berry. <laughs> it was so weird. But so- why is that dog smiling at me? I'm Brian <laughs> Fellows. <laughs> Kids, if you haven't seen Brian Fellows lately, go find him on YouTube. Yeah, go Great to SNL sketch. Yeah. Um. So all anyway, you kids in your fucking tearing killums and fucking <laughs> whoever's Nassim Pedrads and your Jay Pharaohs. Yeah. Old shit. Old SNL from two thousand and four. <laughs> so old. <laughs> um. But Jose obviously wins. He he does it with panache, and Glenn is a wonderful loser. He's a wonderful man. He just wants to go home and see his daughter. He's been living in a Holiday Inn Express. He wants to go back to the Bronx, baby. The boogie down Bronx. He's probably there already. I know. Can you I can feel go him? find him. Yeah, I feel happy today. So I feel like he's back. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, then Glenn has. Uh, a then Glenn has uh not Glenn I'm sorry then Jose goes to battle Victor he sees Victor come out so he right. knows that's the next person he goes in Jose fashion Paul's next Paul's next <laughs> <laughs> continuing his streak of never saying anything right he is so clueless I do like how they're friends though it, Victor and Jose. yeah it's I think fine it's sweet. Um, this competition I found fr- I would be so frustrated with. I hate. Oh, yeah. I it was so annoying. There's no strategy. There's nothing you can do. No. It was. It was whatever. Victor won. <laughs> I mean, Victor won. That was fine. That that was my fear that Victor was. It was going to be a bunch of physical comps, which it. It was kind of was yeah. Or at least the first half of the game. That well, happens, even- and then we get this Bronte match. Right. And Bronte, I felt just embarrassed for her. Bronte I felt like... knows nothing about math. Because even I know her strategy is the stupidest. Her strategy is to just not look at the pictures and to just put different combinations in each of the six slots. I don't know math. I know <laughs> that's probably something, you know, where there's like the number six and then there's a little exclamation point by it like that's the mathematical symbol for like factorials or something like that where you like Mm -hmm. multiply like six by five by you anyways the amount of permutations of combinations is like infinite endless endless i think someone even put it on reddit that there's like thirty-two thousand combinations and our mathematicians oh like, I'm just going to go one by one through these. Uh- why and why do that when the answers are on screens right behind you? Like it wasn't even like you had to memorize really that much. Exactly. You could always go back and look. So she, I was just so embarrassed. I hated that she came out was like, girl power, girl power. Because guess what, Bronte? You might be a girl, but I don't see the power. Oh. I do not see the power. I see ah. Natalie's got girl power. Hey, Bridget even has girl power. Yeah. But I don't know about Bronte, man. I think she's no big loss to this game. No. So she suffers the indignity, the same indignity as Tiffany, and loses a mental comp to Victor. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) 
but they're friends and that's cute. I, Bronson's, everyone has such a good sport about this. I thought it was nice. One quote from, from this competition with Bronte. She goes, uh, I don't really want to look at the monitors. And uh, one of the questions was like, whoever is drinking wine in the most photos? And she goes, well, Michelle drank a lot of wine in the house. So that's probably the answer. <laughs> These I mean, are Photoshop pictures. They are not screen caps from in the house. After you left the show, they did not all go to Paris. I promise you. <laughs> I don't know why the editors felt the need to like throw us real fans a bone about Big Meech because like because that was alluding to the fact. But yeah, Michelle has gotten drunk and she has an alter ego named Big Meech. But like none of the people who watch these episodes alone know that about her. So yeah. Now they're all thinking when she said that they all thought, "Who's Michelle?" <laughs> you know. Who? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bronte, see you later. Goodbye. We'll see you. At, we'll see you at finale night. We hardly knew you. Yeah, and that's okay. Then this is the main event. This is what everyone's been waiting. I was for. excited. The Electric BB Festival. Oh my gosh! I love that music festivals. Music festivals. <laughs> I love music festivals. Hey, spoiler audience, in two weeks, I'm going to a music festival for the weekend. You're probably not going to get a podcast. You're going to go to the... Or unless Danielle wants to like have a guest and do her own show. I did talk to people who wanted to be a guest. Nicole, if you're, if you're listening. Will. Yeah, Nicole. <laughs> um, okay, so this was a really fun challenge. I sort of was like, wow, they upped the budget for this one. It looked big and impressive. They, they've done this before where it's like you have to climb a ladder and put a puzzle together they've done similar ones but yeah not with such a great theme yeah the theme was cool the theme was doing ecstasy with the frog (laughs) that's how brett does his music festivals um so they had to it was a puzzle so you think okay that works in tiffany's favor she should be able to yeah. do well at this and it was also it was physical because you had to climb up yeah and fall down i mean not fall but you're attached to ropes and it's physical in a way too so it's a very evenly matched uh challenge and it was weird that the in, the first instincts of both players were like so there's text in here it can't be at the way top of the the uh, poster so they both make the same mistake of not putting the line of text the second from the highest row rather than the highest row. Yeah, was, but wasn't that... I felt like that was just because one of them was copying off the other so blatantly. I guess I forget so, who. That was a weird thing for me, too, where they have this extra part of the puzzle where they're making announcements that the Wax Street Boys are playing at 2 a.m. at the cool yeah. stage. And you really don't need to be paying attention to them at all because you can clearly see the other person's puzzle. I I I was really kind of bummed that there wasn't a partition between the two puzzles because yeah, because Victor was not paying attention to what bands were going at what times, and he just went down at the end after he finished the puzzle and just looked. Right. Bad yeah, move. that's true. I didn't even think about that, but it's true. But I guess at this point, they were just like, we've done four of these. <laughs> we don't care. We're not building a partition. <laughs> like, we're tired. Just let one of them back into the house. <laughs> they didn't care. So Victor Victor wins. And then Tiffany goes, trust Frank. Don't trust Day. 
Is this good advice? Um, no, <laughs> it's not. That's what I thought as well. No, I'm trying to think like in Victor's case, but still, no, not really. Oh, another thing that I did enjoy Bronte saying was nobody in that house likes you, <laughs> Victor. <laughs> Uh, that was sweet. Sweet of her to say. Um, Do you think Tiffany was purposefully fucking with Victor? No. Or, I, I She no. seemed genuine, though. She but, was genuinely... She genuinely just wants Day to get out. Yeah, but I guess Tiffany wouldn't know that that team twist is over. No. She wouldn't. She, but why would you... I don't know. Why would you... There's a there's a majority alliance which is there's a majority alliance and a minority alliance. The minority alliance is Frank and Bridget, and everyone else is like these two need to get out. Yeah. Regardless of however many kind of common um, combinations of showmances and you know bromances are yeah. there, why would you recommend join the two people with the biggest targets on their back? Well, They're gonna, definitely mean- going to keep winning. Well, the thing is, is Frank and Bridget are both good at comps. So, I mean, that's the nice thing about Big Brother is things can turn. And I Victor's mean, we good thought at comps too. On. Pardon? And Victor's good at comps too. Yeah. So if they all teamed up and had this alliance of people who were great at comps, like that could save them for a while. So I don't think she was trying to, I don't think, I, honestly, I just don't think Tiffany is that good at this game. No. I really don't. So I think she was just trying to continue her want of getting day out and it immediately did not work. <laughs> but yeah. should we do questions or should we get to live feeds? Um well I don't wanna spoil what's happened in the in the house since the uh battle back because then we would have nothing to talk about. <laughs> okay. On <laughs> on Monday's episode. Okay. Um so let's do let's do some questions. Unless okay. there's anything else from the live feeds that you want to talk about, but I think I would prefer not to They're talk about spoilers. HOH and nominations. Okay. So then I won't I won't talk about anything. Sure. Oh, I will say that I really think Zakia needs to get her head in this game and get away from Paul. Polly, I mean. Polly is not You're he's, confusing he's your faux hawk men. I know. He's just not that into her. He's playing for the money and she should be doing the same thing. But she's letting her, she's in love with him. And it's like, this is a really good lesson. Hey, hey, ladies, ladies who are listening and watching. This is a good lesson for all of us. Zakia is literally the most gorgeous girl on the planet. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She is so beautiful. I think she's got a great personality. Yes, she can be a little catty, but I think that's fun. So I don't care. (laughs) She is a great girl. And she's letting her opportunities pass her by by getting attached to Polly and putting him before her game. And ladies, never put a man before your game. Okay? That's Danielle. That's Danny G's lesson of the week. That's Danny G from the Boogie Down <laughs> Manhattan. <laughs> All right. Now we can get to questions. All right. Let's do it. So. We had, well, we actually had this great uh, email from Matt Giesbrick. Okay. I think, I've, I think that's fine. Um, and it was really fun, but he gave this tip that I didn't know. So I have not watched Big Brother Canada. Have you? No. Okay. Well, apparently it's lit. 
And yeah. as a Canadian, I really should watch. And I know they're accepting submissions right now. Ooh. And I'm very tempted to apply. But I just, I can't. Because as I said, I'm working on my green card and I can't leave the country. But, I, I mean, any Canadians who are listening, please apply. Uh, I would love to watch this upcoming season of it because it seems hilarious. Matt sent us this great tip. Um, if you haven't watched... Okay, a shining example of how badly Canada screws up their own version of reality shows that are popular in the U.S. Check out this clip of the final voting in the first season of Big Brother. And basically what it is, so it's the fi- it's, it works the exact same way. There are two people waiting. Everyone, gets, everyone in the jury gets a vote. They announce all the votes, and one girl in the jury goes, wait, no, that's wrong. Oh, I, I voted the wrong way. <laughs> she voted for the wrong person holds up the whole production and the host is like the rules were very clearly explained <laughs> like we cannot stop this show please i'm sure there are producers in your ear you know like being like get this bitch off the stage but the girl will not back down she's like no no way i definitely voted for it. i don't want her to win look sorry no and so then they have to go back and show her voting she votes for the person that she says she didn't vote for, you know, and that it basically the per- that girl wins because this girl fucked up. It was like a five to four vote. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Amazing. And it's great. So if you guys haven't seen that much, much thanks to Matt for sending that. I had never seen it. And it's hilarious. I mean, that's what you want. Last night of Big Brother drama like that. It was amazing. And season one, Big Brother Canada. Okay, now for some questions. All right. So uh, from at Miss Kevin 504 on Twitter, how will Vic's return affect the house? It's, well, I won't say this because you don't want any spoilers. Um, I can't envision the person coming back lasting for too long. I don't know. Though of the people returning, I think Vic actually has a chance because he can rode down with the guys a little bit and we'll see how comfortable he starts getting with the ladies but there's definitely a possibility of him keeping it low key and that's how you're gonna ingratiate yourself back into the house over the next few weeks but if he's being a fucking asshole to Natalie again people can't have that everyone likes Natalie yeah, I think she's a cutie. Um, I think he's actually in a really good position coming back into this house. Mm. Mentally, he's high off the fact that he's a winner. So he's got that. He knows. And now he's proven himself in comps. So he knows he can. He, he's good at comps. So that will help him. Also, he's he's best friends with Paul. And Paul has done a lot of work while yeah. he's been gone. So he sort of gets to ride those coattails. Definitely. And. They're also coming in at this point when the the shields are down on the Frank and Bridget uh, starship. Yeah. And everyone's going to go attack them, I think. And even if Victor's coming back, there's not enough ill will against him. Or if Tiffany came back walking through that door... Oh my god. That would have been amazing because they would be freaking out. They can't get no. they can't get her out. Any, I wouldn't have liked time. it. 
I feel like we saw we saw Operation get Tiffany out two weeks in a row. I wouldn't have wanted a third week of it. Yeah, it would have been very repetitive. A full month, full three weeks of Big Brother being devoted to getting out one person. Yeah. So I think I agree with you that he's in a he's in a better position that I than I fit than I originally thought that the returner the returning player would be in. Yeah. Um, we got a couple other questions, but they're a little spoilery, so I think we're gonna have to pass on those, and we'll just do more questions next time. Yeah, save them. Okay, but they're all great questions, and we love the emails and the questions and comments on Twitter and Gmail. It's always so much fun to communicate. <laughs> I love communicating. <laughs> so tweet at us at HeyJulieBB. Email us. Hey. Hey Julie, big brother. <laughs> at gmail.com. And thank you guys so much for rating and subscribing and leaving us reviews on iTunes. They warm our, our cold black hearts. Yeah. We love it. Yeah, They're one keeping day us I'll... warmer than Corey cuddling Nicole. Keeping us warmer than the heat dome. Yes, uh, heat dome. Guys, send me your prayers, please. You got yeah. Danielle's living in the heat dome. And it's only the apocalypse out here in Los Angeles. There's a fire just a few <laughs> uh, few miles outside of the city, and the skies are completely black, and ash is raining down on everyone. So, Oh. I know. Well, I hope the Big Brother has a safe. Probably not. <laughs> oh, man. Probably not. I went outside this morning, and every car was covered in white ash, and I could only Is this see. true? What's yeah. What's going on down there? This is just a giant fire just outside of the city. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm glad Glenn left to see. Maybe I don't know. Maybe the flights are gr- grounded. I don't know. No, he's he's back. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Brett Rader R A D E R, and I'm at Danny Mop. And we will see you on Monday. Monday, yeah. I don't see okay. why not. All right. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie and Earthlings. Goodbye, Earthlings. Okay. Bye.